0: Between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. Father, we give you all the praise. Jesus, we exalt your holy name. Jesus, we exalt your beautiful name. Jesus, we thank you for today. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you, Father, for the grace which you've given us, Father, to approach you once more. We say, be thou exalted, Lord Jesus. Lord, We've come before you this morning. We ask, Father, that you pour grace into our lips Amen. this morning. Amen. Lord, we want the flow of grace, Father, in our lives. We want the flow of wisdom, on the flow of truth. Lord, we pray that you will show us mercy. And you will pour forth oil, you will pour forth grace, you will pour forth yourself unto us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come before you empty, position in our heart, for to be filled, for we know that if we are full, there is no space. For to receive more. We are coming empty before you again. With all our crowns and all our glories and all our prides. We drop them. We lay them down. Father, that you might reign in our heart, in our lives. It might reign in all things concerning our lives. Lord, I pray this morning that you would help each and every one of us to receive from you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I come before you in all meekness and lowliness of heart. I come before you weak, and empty, I come before you, the maker of all, the owner of all things, that that which you own, would flow to us today. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that you will help my members to yield to you, and to help each and every of our members, for all of us that are here. To yield to you, Father. Lord, we admit that we are frail. We are in need of help. We remove all our prides of life that says to you that we don't need you. We lay them down and come with meekness. saying, Father, that we need you this morning heaven, Lord, we need you, our Father, this morning. We need you, Father, for blessings. We need you, Father, in our life. We are in need of you. All that is within us saying to you that we are in need of you. Father, We ask that answers answers concerning our need will be sent this morning in the name of Jesus. Lord we pray this morning that you would help us. You would help us Father. Help us Lord Jesus in our moment of weakness. Lord We are coming before you weak, not strong, not strong. We are not strong, but we are weak. Lord, we pray that your strength will be made perfect in our weakness this morning. In the name of Jesus, Lord, all that we desire is to receive from you, is to Receive judgment, wisdom, honor, power, glory and strength, which all belongs to you. We are here positioned to receive the administration of those things to us this morning. In the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would help us to come into your plan and Your will, even for us today, in the name of Jesus. But I pray this morning that you will help me to yield my members to come fully in all meekness to connect streams and fountains in the Spirit this morning, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. Give you all the praise for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. Let me sit for a bit before. Uh, amen. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. Glory be to your name. <coughs> Amen. Amen. <coughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, Father, we thank you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Uh, we're welcome again this morning. Uh, can we just take a moment to say hi? Hi. Hi, hi. hi tell our neighbor. Hi. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Uh, we thank God for today. Uh, we thank God for his mercies and his kindness and his uh, tender mercies. We thank God for uh, his love. We thank you for his love. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, I don't have anything in, uh, in line. I was just hoping that we can continue from the last time, but before we before we continue, I want uh, to just first of all uh Perhaps uh, ask and just check with us if uh, we have any questions, or maybe just from maybe thoughts from previous teachings. If we have any any questions or uh, yeah any questions so far? I think then we can start from there. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah amen praise the lord hallelujah amen 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 Amen. all right (coughs) thank you jesus Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for your mercy, and your kindness. Thank you, Our Father. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So I guess no question from previous teachings. Okay. Thank you, our Father. Amen ministries betwixt two there is a there is a thought fountain in my heart and uh, amen praise the Lord hallelujah um, I think I'll just start from just uh, conversations amen uh, I hope we are all uh, Enjoying the the blessing of the Spirit. Um, teaching series around the corner. I think it will start from there. Teaching series around the corner. I think in about three weeks, uh, we'll be having a teaching series. Uh, Pastor Sessi will be here full time. I mean, was I excited for that? Okay. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be an awesome time. In the presence of God, yeah. uh, and we are going to be blessed greatly and richly. It's uh, currently in uh, Calgary this weekend, ministry. And uh, after that, we'll be going back to Saskatoon and preparing to come to to Winnipeg. Amen. So we'll be praying towards the, the meeting, and uh, I believe, it's important to pray. Many of us were were blessed last year teaching series. It was such a great blessing. Okay, no great things don't just happen. We have to pray. Amen. Every every season that the Lord has showed up for us, and we receive blessing. Check it, men have prayed. Uh, It is a it is it is important to pray because prayer is what gives room. Amen. For things to flow the way heaven wants. So part of praying really is for our heart to be aligned with the will of God, right? And also for our heart to come into a, a kind of meekness that explains to God that we want Him, we need Him, right? Because we could just set a program, set a time, yeah. set a date, and just believe that God will show up, and then just go and and partake. And it's and funny enough, it's possible that even like that, you no, know, we'll go, we we'll still be blessed, right? we we'll still be blessed. Funny enough, we'll still be blessed. But when it comes to blessing, there are different, different um, is it places they can pick blessing from to bless the people. Amen. Amen. One thing that God has already said is that anytime that his children gather, right? There's always something. For them, no matter what, no matter how little, there's a, there's a, there's a. It's pretty much like a promise of blessing, right? No matter how uh, little the gathering might be, no matter how big the gathering might be, no matter how uh, how many k- kind of people are there, no matter the the growth of the people, right? Even if two people get born again today and decide to meet and just receive from God, they will be blessed. Amen. And that blessing is validated, right? It's a a blessing. They are going to be blessed. God has just designed it such that no matter what, even apart from, you know, two just, I mean, just friends, fellowshipping together, start talking, right? Blessing can also flow from there. Amen. But it's just that there are, like I said, there are different flows of blessing. Now, it now depends on our heart and what we want from God. Especially meetings like this. It's not, now, if you ask me, for me, it's not really you know, for publication or anything. It's, just, it's more for building and grounding. So if it's for building and grounding, it means that is for us to be built and grounded in the spirit. Amen. Amen. And each one of us should desire that right to be grounded, to be raised. Now for for things like this, right, the way the way we should be positioned, it's not just things like this, it's just any spiritual thing that has to do right? With bringing blessing like this, the way the heart must be positioned every single time is a heart posture of helplessness. When I say helplessness, I'm not saying that, you know, ah, Father, I'm just helpless, you know, when I say I'm just helpless, I'm not, Father, I'm just helpless, I can't, I can't uh, work, so help me, No, no, that kind of, it's not really that kind of helplessness. I'm talking about the helplessness that has to do with a a he heart positioning yes, towards God, mm-hmm. right? In the sense that I, there should be, there is, a, is a kind of meekness posture, right? The hearts must have that is telling to God that we really, really want him. Amen. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's easy, right? Okay, we've been doing now, we've been fellowshipping together, we've been going for conventions, you know, teaching series we had in last year. It's easy to come and, okay, what will come will be blessed and go. But not, it's not much about that. Now for every meeting, for every meeting, there is the blessing for the ministration of the Spirit, right? That is intended to move souls into the very core of God. Right? To move souls into the very core and nature of God in every meeting. Well, and the thing about that is that that even though that is available, it's possible that souls may not take of that, right? Because of different things. But of course, one that is standing out is at posture and attitude. Towards meetings, right? Mm-hmm. Even as little as meetings like this. Amen. Yeah. You'll be wondering, you know, in meetings like this, some people might be like, um, okay, I was blessed. And then some will be, oh, I was so blessed. You'll be wondering, ah, is it not the same meeting? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's the same meeting. But the way heart draw is yeah. different. <laughs> Every heart is not the same. You can't, you can't, you can't assume that everybody will get the blessing on the same level. But it's possible, right? It's not impossible, it's possible, right? But depending on heart posture, heart attitude, you know, uh, the frame, it's possible that we don't really take full blessing out of the meetings. Amen. So for every meeting, there is the ministration of spirit, Right? And the administration of spirit that I'm talking about is not the ministration of uh the ministration of spirit, you know, we can think of maybe tongues, interpretation, uh, the atmosphere of the spirit, the way <coughs> excuse me, the way things flow. Right? The way things flow. Uh, you know, there's a there's a way we enjoy things like that. Right? There's a way we enjoy things like that in a, in a way almost almost fit into our definition of okay this is what blessing spiritually you know, is you no know, just our own definition but really the core of every meeting is not to just get heart to hear a word, oh, a blessing hear new revelations and go. Right? That's not really the core of every meeting is to really create a chance for heart. To receive all the, the, is it? I use the word grace. To receive all the strength, grace, right, needed to move into the very life of God at heaven's ministry. But one thing we should know, really, is that you know that every meeting we've been having, since we've been having meetings all across, uh like Edmonton, Ottawa, Winnipeg, all across you know, Nigeria, all the meetings that has been happening. Do you know that? Or well, let me say the, the 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 perception of that I'm seeing really is that every of those meetings actually had available things that in some re- season we may not have actually taken, right? But what we can access out of the blessing, we took it and we went with it, and it was still profitable, and it was still beautiful. Right. But as an availability of the ministration of the spirit to actually get heart into the very core of the life of God. And that one does not happen without some kind of discerning spiritually. Right? Discerning of when I say discerning of spirit, I'm not talking about the gift of descending of spirit. I'm just talking about discerning the spirit that is at at a walk, right? By, is it is 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 more like an, a new kind of enlightenment? When I say new, I mean, it's a new thing that everyone has been saying to us recently. It's right? a new kind of positioning spiritually to begin to think more concerning the movement into things that God himself enjoyed. Amen. Praise the Lord. What am I saying? See everything we are talking about like righteousness, peace, joy, uh, grace, truth, life, all of those things we talk about, uh, meekness, charity, um, pure heart, clean heart, right? All of these things that they are defining to us. They are actually available in the spirit, right? As they are available in the spirit, we can actually tangibly take them. Amen. Amen. So, every meeting is to get heart in a way to move into those things. Amen. Now, and how they do that is that, for example, when we have a meeting like that, you can have a ministering spirit, Phanamahartha, right? A ministry you sure? It's pretty much all the time that we meet, you have ministering spirit available, right? Or you put, it like, you put it like this, whatever you see uh, where words are coming out fresh like that, right, new, things that you know, we haven't even thought about before, which happens almost every meeting, right? You see things like that. There's actually a spirit available. Ministration those things, right? Uh-huh. And the, the 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 way they do it is they make the atmosphere, right? And they make the they make the atmosphere. They, there's a, there's a way they walk upon the atmosphere right, that they create an impetus in our heart to move towards things that they are really, really talking about. Amen. So, for example, now, you hear maybe, for example, now, um, from the teaching from last teaching series, right, they taught a lot about the life of God, right? Now, in a way, there is that aspect that made things clear concerning things regarding the life of God, right? But there's also the spirit that was available during that time, right? And that spirit is not for the knowledge of what was taught. It's really for to move heart into a kind of life in the spirit. Amen. Amen. And of course, it's a life that God has. It's a kind of life much in the life of God, right? So it's to, it's, uh, there's an impetus that we can begin to engage, right? And we have about all the life of God that has been taught, but there's, there, there are things specific that the Lord wants to do in each and everyone's life. Amen. It's not about the knowledge that was taught that everybody should know. Right. Even though yes, everybody that comes should know about these things. They should know about the life of God. Right. Of course, you no know, different ways the Lord would do it that souls can find entrance somehow into the life of God. Right. So there is. I mean, there has to be that aspect of teaching word. But one thing we need to understand is that we should not just look at that alone. Right. Word come powerfully, great. Mm, the way they teach the word, awesome. But if you look behind that, there is a spirit at play that come or that came with things, tangible things and weighty, gracious things in the spirit to move souls more to towards the very work that ought to be happening in the spirit. Amen. The very work that needs to be happening in the spirit. Walk, right? When I say work, works that we would do, right? Walking is more towards walking in the spirit. So there is an impetus that is better, right, to get us towards walking in the spirit. Amen. And when that happens, right, we may miss out of that. Right? Because it's possible to take that, you know, for example, all the blessing came. Take all the impetus, right? And start engaging them like you engage revelation for accessing two worlds. Amen. Are we... Am I I making some sense? Right? I'm trying to clarify a few things. I think what I'm seeing, I'm trying to define something. And what I'm seeing that I want to define Kaula Ferma, right, is... I guess God will help us. Is a way that our hearts should—it's sh- a kind of a shift, yeah. and ha- and almost like how to l- like learning to walk with grace, okay. in a way, Amen. Yeah. Now, so during the meeting, just explain like like during the meeting, like meetings like that, when you have so much impetus so that those impetus that we get, you know, when you are under administration and you're like, wow, I'm so blessed, you feel something in your heart, ah. Right, that can begin to engage, you feel like maybe your soul has been watered and, oh, this is so much blood, I'm so much blessed. See, that thing that you are getting as a blessing is, act, is actually a statement in the spirit concerning available grace to you to access things in the spirit. Right? So while they talk about the life of God and everything, right? It's possible that your heart find through the engaging of that thing, if you engage it well, you cannot. We talked about life, right? It's possible that your heart can move towards charity. Even though they were teaching about the life of God, right? Your heart can move towards joy, towards uh We can talk about the fruits of the spirit, and maybe, actually, maybe that actually is where I should. Let me let me read uh, Galatians chapter five. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Verse 22. It said, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, Against such there is no law. Amen. And they that are in Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lost. Amen. Crucify what? The flesh with affections. And that's I didn't even see this before this way. Meaning that ah, let me go with, allow us to talk about it some other time, and maybe today who knows but there is, and this thing is clear, Bible is too complete. It says, crucify, crucify what? The, you crucify the flesh with the affections and lust. So, they're saying that, but that's where I'm going, perhaps, maybe I'll talk about it later, but this what they are just mentioning here, that the flesh has affle- affections, And what? Lost. They are not the same. The flesh has what? Affections. And the way you can think about it is think about the way you have affection towards someone on a normal day. Then think about that having affection towards fleshy living in a way. But that's where I'm going. Let me go to where I wanted to go to, right? So, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, right? So it's possible that during the ministration, right? Okay, maybe I should sit down. I don't want to stand up. But I don't feel like standing. I should sit down. So it's possible, right, that during the ministrations, just to try to explain something to our, our prayer, that God will help us to hold fire greatly to, to see it and to position our heart. And it's possible, maybe we've seen it before, but... To pour more grace on that, amen. Is that it's possible that they taught about different different things, life, for example, life, life of God, like we were starting the last teaching series. One thing you see is the after the teaching, there was great impetus in our heart that we were feeling. I don't know about you, but me, I, 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 I felt it. I, I picked it. Right. And that impetus, the feeling I have of it is, wow, I'm so blessed. Right? That is an interpretation. But it's, but, that, but that thing is not just to end in, wow, I'm so blessed. And then assume that whatever that thing was, we've already taken it and, oh, wow, I was so blessed and that's it. What's going to happen is that you're going to finish that meeting. You're going to feel blessed. You're going to receive all the blessing. Then you're going to go out and continue the fleshy life. It's simple. Because there's just two lives to live life in the spirit and life in the flesh. Those are the two, right? What the Lord wants to get us to is more towards life in the spirit, right? So it's possible that we finish meeting, we receive impetus, blessing. But we don't know what to do with the impetus that we've just received. And one, and this thing, I, I don't know why the Lord wants us to pay, but bring attention to that. Amen. Amen. Today. And funny enough, I didn't even see the meeting going this route at all. I just thought that should just flow from my heart, how my heart is, to us. And really what was in my heart is to ensure, what was in my heart is just more to, to talk concerning the the receiving of, when I say receiving of blessing, it's more towards making sure we are blessed. Amen. Yeah. That's just my heart. And when I say we are blessed, not just being blessed alone, but to also know what to do with the blessing. Right? To know what to do with the blessing. Right? Every meeting, every word, every new revelation, when we see all those things happening in the meeting, it's not just about words like that. It's not just words that have been spoken. It's actually spirit is a ministration of spirit that is taking place and whenever ministration of spirit is available of course there is access into the fruit there is there is possible i used have to use the word there is possible access into the fruit of the spirit amen there is possible access into the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit that they are talking about here, they don't use small s, right? they are talking the fruit of a person, right? But not just a person, but a fruit you can bear in a world. Amen. There's a world that we must be used to. Now, all the time, the way we live, right, still, it's almost like we are in a world, we are in two worlds. Some here, some there. So we live here sometimes, we live there sometimes. What is here and there? Now it's not that's not pressure. I'm not talking about perception and lines. I'm, I'm talking about we are trying to escape a world. Right? So here is flesh, here is spirit. Is they are two different worlds. They're not the same. That's why their fruits are not the same. I don't know, last time we we'll talk about fruit too, right? I don't know. Everything we're just talking about fruit. Now their fruits are not the same. So what heaven wants us to, to be really is the fruit of the spirit. Amen. So all the ministration that takes place, when ministrations are happening, what heaven is trying to do is not just to impart your mind. Right? Even though that takes place. When I say mind, it's still your spirit in a way whereby you are under ministration. So as you are hearing the word, you are connecting in the spirit. Something is happening to you, right? You are in a spiritual atmosphere. You, you feel you are in a spiritual atmosphere. You feel blessed in a way, right? <laughs> you feel hmm, they are preaching the word, okay? That's the word that the Lord was talking to me about yesterday. Hmm. The Lord was showing me this in the scripture, Right? It's possible that it's not even happening at all, right? Because we're all different, right? But what what all of us should, should also be engaging is engaging the Spirit a lot. Because when you do that, because most of the time you actually think the Spirit needs to come and engage you, but it doesn't happen all the time. Sometimes you need to engage the Spirit, then after a while the Spirit will just come into... And the funny thing is that you must have been meditating in the spirit in a way meditating 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 but the spirit it has not actually come why but you are engaging things that were taught knowledges that you've heard right right you can be flowing in those areas where it's possible that the spirit have actually landed but anyways but i just wanted to show us that but perhaps maybe the lord allows me maybe i'll go back to what traces a bit but I was just trying to explain that of course all of us should be should be should have development to carry things of the spirit what that means is just that inside of you you have the capability to carry the world of the spirit around you and what does that mean is just you know, thinking about just thinking about things in the spirit you're know, thinking scripture praying in the spirit those two things right? We can summarize everything to just those two things, which is why everybody must read their Bible. You should read your Bible every day, there shouldn't be a day, you know. Because what we say is, some of the time I read my Bible, why that doesn't mean I'm not a Christian, we understand it's clear, but now that's Satan talking. Every believer should read their Bible every day, why. Because when we talk like that, it's actually our pride that is talking. And that is telling God, ah, oh, I know what I'm doing. It's not about all this, ah, danger zone. Why? Because that is a kind of heart against the, the requirement in the spirit for the flow of grace. Simple. It's a requirement for flow. Right? If our heart is not like, ah, everyone, will, okay. Uh, you know what you are doing. No problem. We leave you to do what you are doing, and you'll be doing all that, and you'll be even more solidified in all those things that may not necessarily be as a result of life in the spirit, but they will look like it. Right? It's possible to actually take our own flesh and magnify it as spirit. It's possible. Amen. It's possible. It's possible. Amen. Praise the Lord. So one of the things that we should learn to do is to carry things of the spirit. And it's okay. If you feel maybe you're not carrying it, it's okay. You can carry it. That's just That's just, that's just it. You can carry it. You have the capability to carry it. And sometimes you think you can't carry it because Satan is talking to you to make you feel you can't carry it. It's a lie. You can carry. The things the, the way you you can't be born again and you don't have capability to carry things of the spirit, to carry the conversations of the spirit. It's not possible for you to be born again and not be able to do that. Maybe what just needs to happen is just understanding how things work, how things flow, you no, know, gaining wisdom, right? As we grow progressively. You know, we grow progressively. Right? And as we are growing progressively. We begin to see that some things that we have validated spiritually, with valid, with valid scriptures and understanding, when we grow, you realize that oh wait, oh that is different. That was wrong. Okay, let me add a new. Uh, well, when we are saying we add a new, of course the new has come. Amen. <laughs> but let, let me not lose too much uh, thought of uh, lose too much of the train of thought I was coming with. You. So we just carry, learn to carry things in the spirit. Amen. So that should be a normal conversation for us, right? For not just for us, for every believer. Every believer must learn to live in the world of the spirit. That is your world. That is where God has designed for you to live. That is your world. That is the world. That is the real world that the Lord has designed for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm not even talking about this world, this world, this world is, what this one is really for, is really to manifest things that are in your world, and like I said, there are two worlds, right, you have, well, well, when when I said, there are two worlds that is wrestling with men, right, the world that the scripture calls the world that Satan made, right, meaning the environment around the soul that Satan moved into and created things, right? And then there's another world that they are are using as a salvation, which is to take us away from that fleshy world, right? Or to escape that world, right? We escape the world into the world of the spirit. When When we escape this world, Right? They are, t- they are just talking about movement of you, your soul, out of a place totally. <coughs> Amen. Because before you escape the world, you are actually in two worlds. The world and the world of God. They are just trying to port you over to God's word fully. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So there's two worlds that we so that we can Live here sometimes. Live here sometimes. Live in the flesh sometimes. Live in the world. In the world of the spirit. Right? But what the Lord wants to move us into is where that over time we gain mastery. Over time. It doesn't happen once. Yeah. Over time we gain mastery in living in the world of the spirit. Descending. Okay. This one is not from here. That one not from here. This, okay. This is the, this is the, this is the one I should live with, Amen. (coughs) Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, the the I'm trying to retrain my 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 thought. Although I have the main thought, but I feel like I need to connect the thought. So, where where I branch from is, you know, where you you have yeah. I was talking about us being blessed, right? And we are in a meeting. we need to know what to do with. The impetus, right? And that impetus is to move us into this world of this spirit. The spirit of God, right? The world of the spirit. This spirit, holy ghost. This holy ghost. But I don't just I don't want us to just see Holy Ghost alone. Or the Spirit of God alone as just the world of, let's say the word of uh Idunu. That's the way you can see it that way. Oh, it's Idunu's world though, and uh There's there's a fruit there's fruit. Or well, let me put it this way. There's a fruit of you don't know. Right? You can see it that way. So you see it as is a fruit of just a person. Right? But it's not just about the fruit of a person, it's about the fruit that is available in the world of that person. Right? Which is not it's not just about the person, but Moving and exploring that like it's like moving into a lose world. Mm. Right? Okay. Well she has the world. There are things she thinks that there are pla- places she she moved to in our world, right? Mm. That one you can't know it, you can't assess it. Yeah. Unless she begins to share it with you. This is this is this is how my world looks like. This is what I do. This is uh-huh. they begin to get access. Oh, That's what our world looks like, right? So let's not just see it goes as just one person, okay? Right? I want us to see as fruit of a world, fruit of the Spirit. Amen. Which is the fruit of the world, right? That you should be living in. Not should be as important. Not it should be as important to you as bearing the fruit that is actually for your world. Not it should be as important as that. What should be important is you bearing fruit of your world. And you have to know your world. Right? The world of the flesh is not your own. Your original world is the, is the spirit. So that, that's the where movement of heart should go towards, Amen. Amen. So, when we are in a meeting, let me just see if I can buttress this point a bit, Amen, Amen. Amen. Is when you, ha- you know, you're in a meeting, you feel blessed. Okay, I'm retracing back. Eh? <laughs> the impetus that we have is to move into this world, Amen whatever is available at that time, you can gain impetus, you can gain grace to move into this world, to bear a fruit. Amen. It's possible. Amen. What you've learned, like I was saying, there's an impartation of your mind, spiritually in a way, but not just your mind, it's your mind and your heart. Praise the Lord. There's an impartation of your word, of your mind and your heart. But the first, the place that is much more evident and presiding is the mind and the way we feel about things spiritually. Right? You, you feel blessed. Oh, wow, awesome meeting. Great. And there's no denying of that. We can have awesome meetings, which is great, isn't it? I mean, it's great to have awesome meetings. Amen. amen it's awesome it's okay it's awesome to have uh, <laughs> excuse me. it's awesome to have great blessings awesome time in the spirit right but there is the movement there what that kind of thing happened there is a movement of your heart it's almost like Thank you, Jesus. It's almost like a staring. That's the way it is. It's almost like a staring. And what that staring is happening, staring of your heart, right? The way I'm saying it, that scripture is coming back to me again, is I want to use this scripture to explain it's like when you say provoking one another to love, right? It's almost like that staring is, is the spirit that I want to provoke you now to something. Amen. I think that's in. Uh, Funny enough, is it, Peter? So we can just read our scriptures. Good to have scriptures <coughs> to read. Amen. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. It's what? Hebrews ten twenty four. Okay. Can you help me read it, please? Sorry, can you, use, can you use the mic? I think there's a, there's one here. There should be another one there. But uh, we can use that one too. So, okay, there's one here. Okay. Yeah, okay. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves okay. together as the manner of some is, mm, so but okay. exalting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Amen. Ah. Okay, that thing going to throw me another direction, Sha. Sure. But funny enough, that is that is this is the kind of thing that. See that that statement we read is the kind of thing, that can happen, to, you and me in a meeting if we know how to use the, the movement of the spirit, the scan of the spirit in our heart. Amen. <coughs> First, what it would do is it would, provoke, it would provoke us to something in the spirit. For example, it would provoke us to a fruit in the spirit. Now, that one is saying provoking one another to love, right? And, of course, this, in the, the fruit of the spirit, the first one they mention is love, right? Provoking one another to love. And this one, the fruit of the spirit is love. That's one, right? So when we are coming, moving, you know, learning about the things of God, Let's not just engage it mentally alone. And that engagement mentally is part of feeling blessed, right? And just ending it at ah, I was so blessed. blessed." And then you can then take that impetus and move it into revelations. Right? It's possible to just move those kind of impetus, and then what we use that impetus for is new. Revelation of the Word of God. While new revelation can happen, it's not just for that. Is is the impetus is to move, is to provoke you towards a fruit. So meaning that, let's say you hear word and then blessing. And see, I'm repeating this thing just to create, create a picture. So much blessing. Uh-huh. Then there's a right way to engage it. Is to begin to. <laughs> Praying, with it, movement of, now, now start thinking about it more towards fruit bearing. Not just knowledge that make you a great believer. You understand? Not knowledge that you will use to, of course, turning to fruit later. You can still engage it like that. That, oh, wow impetus, so much movement, ah, and then revelation just popping over your head about, oh, yes, world, ah, life, the life of God. You can start thinking about, yes, the life of God, yeah, wow, that's what is, re- and they start saying, it, uh, the world is not, the world is not moving towards the life of God, But it's the life of God that needs to be, ah, yeah, now I know why people don't like the life of God, mm. you see, there's a trajectory the heart is moving, the reality that the soul is having revelations, is understanding things more, which is great, but you realize that that thing is not really moving into the heart of that soul to provoke that soul to love or to a fruit. Amen. Amen. That's what should happen, is to provoke souls to a fruit. That's it. And it's possible, right? For And, and it, has, it has happened for years, right? Where And that's partly... Most of what has happened to many of us, right, when you know, we are journeying, and it takes a while before we really, really get some things, is simply because we don't have that uh, understanding of conversion. I mean, because you could have engaged the Spirit anyway, right? We at least for a long time, when you know, beating, bless, all those things, where the revelation ends, right, is more of understanding right, okay, uh, I was blessed, ah, that was so much, then I'm thinking more just about the thing that we're taught, right, not really thinking about, okay, this thing, there's something inside it that is actually more than just what was taught. The truth of the matter is that you will always need what was taught, because what was taught is your precept. Now, while we, while we have the operation of precept, right, and lines in the spirit, that knowledge then learned, you can, you can also take that, right, into things that is happening spiritually like you have such a blessing, right, you are in a meeting, right, and then when you receive all the words you are blessed, that's just precept, concept, or is a concept of precept, if I can use that word, it's a concept of precept, but The way it is set in in Scripture is that every precept must be turned to line. Meaning that every knowledge must become a grace. Amen. And of course, our knowledge becomes grace. It's not that you just know many things to do just by knowledge alone. Right? That's not just it. It's that you are somehow able to find grace to be a fruit in the Spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord. Somehow you're able to find grace within and then you're able to move. You are, being pro- you are, able- you are provoked to something. Sometimes in a situation like that, right, where you, know, you hear about you no know, teachings, blessings, then you have an impetus within you that can turn you on how you should relate with your friends, brothers, sisters, or even husbands. Or wife. Amen. For husband and wife, I realized that, wow, things are a lot easier now. Right? Things are a lot easier. What I mean by things are a lot easier is that the Lord has helped you narrow your journey. Because everything you are learning, right, you can push it towards growing for either your wife or your husband. And that would then affect your relationships. Amen. For those that are not married, you have friends that you are close to or an immediate uh, friend around you or maybe your your housemate that you can be pouring all the things you are learning into, pouring it into and then you realize that that thing now affects every other aspect of your life. It could be slow but you see progress. In short, heaven is not fast with things. They are what? They are, I'm not say they're not fast with things. I'm not saying that they are not fast. I'm saying that heaven is not uh, impatient. If heaven was impatient by now, I'm pretty sure that they would have round up this world and then we have, would have okay, uh, we just have like 10, okay, we are good with this, let's go. <laughs> Amen. It's not just about that. They want to, excuse me, they want to ensure that they get what they want. They are, they are, they are waiting for the precious fruit of the earth, patiently waiting. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So every, every movement of spirit within you should provoke you, should provoke you to, to fruits in the spirit. That's the that's the way hearts should be positioned. Amen. If you are in a meeting, you must take the meeting personally. Right? What do I mean by that is that you must take the meeting and this is for me. You shouldn't be thinking it about it's for your neighbor or is Every meeting should be taken personally now when you're thinking about that personally it means that you are actually looking for God to flow into you somehow is a position of, is a position of meekness. amen. I realize that uh, one of the things that happens when we are not positioned maybe in meetings or even are, you know, around the things of God right that kind of attitude. I realize that it's very easy for well, all these things we're talking about is just It's a worldly, it's a worldly frame. Is there's a <coughs> there's a lot of <coughs> excuse me. There's a lot of room for our own pride and things to remain. Amen. Why? Because if you have a sword that is designed, right? To separate your own bones and marrows. Right? You have a sword that's supposed to separate your soul, separate your spirit, right? Bones and marrow. But you take that sword away from yourself, right? And then you begin to point that sword around things outside you. One thing you begin to see is that you begin to, you, you begin to lose out of spirit but you won't know. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's not. It's, 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 it's not. It's not possible, right? To. It's not possible to grow spiritually if we are not able to turn the sword, right, to our own heart. That's the way we should be. That's the way I, that that should always be positioned in our heart like this. That's the posture we should take. The word, right. That's the way it is. That's the way things should be spiritually. Is this is for me. That doesn't mean it it may not apply to others around you but the way the heart is positioned really is that every heart in meetings must be positioned towards receiving that sword of the spirit from the Lord. Right? Because it's Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. So the 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 way it's sword ought to be positioned is towards us. That is a, is a position we should take in the spirit. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, like I was saying, when we are in meetings, the way our heart should be positioned is that we must be able to face daggers towards our heart. Amen and what that will ensure is that we are positioned to move into fruit bearing. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Is that we will be provoked to fruit Bien. So, I think that's just that's just the the thought in my heart. Amen. So, every heart must be positioned, right, to receive blessing and turn it into spirit. Amen. And that's it. That just the sum. Just just having that wisdom. Amen. Now, when we have that wisdom, we realize that we are flowing in grace. Amen. That's one of the things we begin to see. Now, one of the things we, that the Lord was telling us on Tuesday is that to move uh, from flesh to spirit, right? What we need the converter is grace. But there's a way. There's there's that attitude of you know, grace just doesn't come. Grace actually comes to the meek. Amen. Amen. Check it. Wherever you feel super, right? Now you realize that heaven will withdraw from you. Amen. Because heaven doesn't strive. It's a very simple thing. Amen. Amen. And you must have gone in your might to do many things. Everyone will just step back. Okay, we'll allow you to do what you want to do. Amen. Because they don't have uh what's it called? The the nature within they don't have a fruit of I think there's a there's a there's in uh, that chapter five of Galatians, they were talking about. Now the works of the flesh are made manifest, right? And then in verse nineteen, right? Verse uh, verse twenty, he says, adultery, witchcraft, hatred, variance, right? Now that variance is when you look at variance, variance. You, uh, there's a way they they describe this here. Variant is actually contentions, right? The name of God. So they have they have contentions. Is con- to be uh, like Momiani will say, right? They, they have contentions. Contention. The, the heaven does not have contention. They don't have contention. They don't con- they don't have variance. Very, you know, when you look at the literal meaning of variance, means different variations of things. Right? But the interpretation here is contention. Right? And of course, var- you can also interpret variance away. In when you are looking at the fruit of the flesh, that's where you can also see variance that is not necessarily contention. Just that the interpretation here, according to the uh, Bible reference here, is contentions, right? So, contending, they don't contend, they don't strive. They don't strive. Amen. Amen. So when everyone is coming, okay, for us to help you, there's a way you must be. First of all, there must, I don't know, heaven Evan, Evan is bad. Well, let me not say I don't know, I know. If we don't have meekness, it's impossible. It is impossible to really, Really, really receive anything that can bear fruit. It's not possible. All we will be receiving are things that doesn't validate our things. That's just it. Just that validates our own things. But that one that heaven wants to bring, it must be heart that is meek, right? Positioned. For help. You know, meekness is a is almost is a position of you, are, you don't have help in yourself. That's what meekness is. I don't have help in myself, I don't have response in myself. I'm actually open to the Lord helping me. You know, the Lord, the Lord loves such heart more than heart that appears strong, right? Or hearts that have pride of life. Like I said, pride of life really is just saying to God, I don't need you. When you have when you have a heart pos- position that is saying to God, I don't need you, that's a pride of life. God, I don't need you here. I don't need you. Right? But when you now think about places where we can need God, it's not only in our natural things. Right? They are where we really, really need God. When, when God talks about times of need. It's not really more about your things externally, it's about you inwardly. Mm-hmm. Amen. We have times of need, and so must be able to identify times of need. Amen. As the, the way the Lord brings times of need and makes it manifest as we journey in the spirit. Right? It's as light shine. They just begin to uh, they just begin to reveal times of need. How do they do that? They make you see that ah, I need I need every time heaven comes to you right or every time you realize I need God here that's a time of need why because they just they have just revealed to you a need that's it every time you are ah I need God here what do you need God you realize that everything can you change yourself without God so you now realize that for change to really occur, we must be positioned towards God for help. That's it. Amen. So we must be positioned towards God for help. I mean, those are I would say obvious things, right? Like, of course, we can't change ourselves without God. We can't. We obviously need God. But it's possible to be, to be positioned towards God as if we don't need him. Amen i um, we can tell him, ah, I need you, but really we don't need him. What our mouth is saying, what our heart is saying, right? Because our, we can praise him with our mouth, but our heart is far from him. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm just going to read uh, this uh, verse 20 of Galatians. Says, oh, okay. let me read verse 22. Say, but the fruit of the Spirit... <laughs> Amen. Uh maybe I should just finish my thought earlier. Perhaps, or maybe actually, actually, maybe I actually have finished that thought concerning you know, strength, right? Heaven looks for meekness. When we are not too strong. That's really when heaven comes to establish life within the soul. So when we are in meeting, there's, there's a way our heart must be. You can engage. You can engage things in the spirit. We are getting things in the spirit. You realize. That you are getting <coughs> things for the salvation of your own soul. Now, one thing I want to add to that is I understand, I mean, we do it, all of us do it, to be honest, all of us do it. Is that you know when word is coming and we are seeing new things, there's a way we defer, there's a way we defer the the change. We see it, but we defer it. Right? Let's say what is coming and then. Maybe they be teaching about meekness. Ah, be meek. And then he be like, ah, God will help me. I will be meek. I will be meek. I will be meek. In a way, it's a deferrer. Because what is happening is that, I mean, of course, we all say that from time to time, right? But I just want to bring us attention to some hard postures is that we can just take that and just defer the journey. Yes, I will be meek. Of course, you will be meek, Right? But is there movement in your heart towards meekness? That's a, that's a real question. Which for a long time, right, we can do. But the Lord must bring our attention to the realities of the kind of conversations our heart should be having when it comes to receiving blessing in the spirit, our posture towards meetings. Amen. And what I'm just saying is, what I'm hoping that by God's grace, God will help us to do. Now all this is I'm saying, right, is just to move our hearts towards a direction. What I'm hoping that Lord will help us do is that we understand that things of the spirit that we receive is not just to make us, oh, we receive someone, that was awesome, great, right? Then we start living, you know, having revelation, all kinds of revelation. But that revelation the right to use the impetus accurately, right? Because it's possible you have that impetus, right? And then all of a sudden you're having encounters, you're seeing angels, okay, okay, all right, awesome. What are they saying to you? Is there a movement inside you towards fruit of the spirit, towards life in the spirit? Is there a movement inside of you? Those are the responses that we should have towards blessings. Towards blessings, because those things are blessings. Amen. They are the kind of blessings that were prophesied and scripture talked about. Amen. You know, there's scripture about receiving blessing, right? And Ege prophesied about uh, angels that will come and minister and bring blessings, right? So the, the real, so the blessing they bring, so there's a way to identify blessing, right? You must see blessing beyond just the activity of things happening. You must see blessing as the movement of you, your soul within, or our soul, let me just use that word, of our soul, movement into life in the spirit, or movement into fruit of the spirit. Amen into fruit of the Spirit. So, and there are things that our heart can be moved towards like love, right? Depending on the season that we are in, ever has the wisdom of ministering any of these things to move us into those fruits. Amen. So when you come into a meeting, you are blessed, you see all the impetus is okay. What is this tangenting to where is the movement? What is, what, what is the movement in the spirit? That's where our heart should be moving towards. Then you can begin to engage the impetus within by prayer, amen. You can begin to engage those things by prayer because it's actually impossible, as I, I, I said earlier, right? By talking about prayer, praying in the spirit, right. I'm saying prayer about we're bound to pray for uh, the teaching series, right? <laughs> Talking about prayer. That things don't happen except by prayer. Things happen by prayer. Amen. Your spiritual growth is dependent on prayer too. Amen. Just you just know that prayer is not the only thing needed. Prayer leads to other things. Amen. No, you can pray, 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 pray for things, right? And those things can come, but you've not prayed for you to move into the things that were received, right? You can pray for things to be brought, but it's a different kind of prayer to be to, to pray for you to move into the things that were brought. Amen. Amen. So when you have meetings, revelations, everything is happening here, You are hearing uh, the word of God. Oh wow, I'm so blessed. Okay, after the meeting, don't just leave it like that. Begin to engage the impetus within your heart in prayer, in prayer. And then don't just think about revelation. Now when when you are thinking about moving into life, fruit of the spirit, you see heaven will begin to show you things you need to do, things you need to change. Positioning you need to have to move into a life. Amen. Those are the kind of activities that will begin to happen when you begin to engage those impetus. And it's possible that you know, the teaching was about the life of God, and from the prayer and impetus within you, everyone can instruct you on how to even move into that life. Right? Now they talked about the Holy Ghost, right? The unction. They can begin to move you concerning how you position yourself for the unction, how you position yourself for the writings of the Spirit within you, how you position yourself for the ministry of the, test- of the New Testament. Amen. There is a lot that heaven can do to instruct you, right? All for one goal and purpose, to move you into bearing fruit. But if our heart is, 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 not, is missing that positioning of fruit, The truth of the matter is that everything we receive in the spirit, there's all kinds of of direction it can go. Amen. there's There's a lot of direction it can go, which may be good to us, right? But not necessarily where God wants us to go because the promises of God is for us to inherit Him. So meaning that for us to inherit Him, we must move in their path of truth in the way of righteousness, we must move in the path that is the, that is really really carved for people journeying to God. The journey into God is actually one, one is one is not too many, it's one part. Amen. What creates other path for us is really the flesh, but we must also be wise about that. Meaning that don't just ignore it. That. All the things of the spirit we are having can't go another direction. We must have wisdom for that aspect too, right? That no, these can actually go in many. That's what, the things we receive should be with meekness. Amen. For example, now if, for example, now we hear Revelation now, all of a sudden start it's, 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 judge everybody by Revelation. Oh, and this person is not working in love. That person is not. It's a sign that the person talk itself. is not has no clue of what life in the spirit is. Right? Because it's not, it's not a weapon, right? To start killing brethren. No, knowledge is not a weapon to kill. Knowledge is a weapon for movement in the spirit. Amen. It's a, it's a weapon for movement. It's a weapon for your own faring in the spirit. It's, for, it's to, you know, when you go on the ferry, right? They take you from a place, right, where there is no, uh, for example, you know, we take fairies where there is a disconnection of land, right? Mm-hmm. So when you are fearing the spirit, it means you are journeying to a place where we should really be. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, Revelation is not like, no, that has taught us plenty of times. Revelation, revelation pops up. That's what every heart must be aware of. That Revelation, what? pops up. And souls must be aware of what puffing up is. Puff up is like whatever you have puff up, is just it's lack of meekness and lack of wisdom. Amen. Even though it is wisdom that brings revelation, when we are poverty, it's actually a sign that we're actually missing wisdom. Meaning that the way wisdom brought, we've missed it. That's just what that is. Because when wisdom is bringing revelation, there's a place wisdom is journeying into. Wisdom has other partners. Right? Wisdom and revelation, they are partners. <coughs> Excuse me. Right? Wisdom and revelation, they are partners. But they have other brothers. The truth of the matter is that wisdom is actually going to love, or fear. Those are the spirits of the Lord, right? What wisdom, there's a a place wisdom is going to. Because wisdom is just a beginning of a matter. It's not the end. If a soul encounters wisdom, right? And just, because you can engage wisdom a lot, but not actually journey to fear. What is so journeys to fear? There's every possibility of footbearing. To fear the Lord means you, fe- you, you fear to miss His foot. The fear of the Lord is not, ah, Lord, Jesus is about to kill me. Mm-mm. The fear of the Lord is that I don't want to miss His foot, I want His life. Meaning that we would hack into it means that we will tremble at his word. Amen. Amen. So wisdom is not the end. Wisdom, wisdom brings knowledge because wisdom and revelation go side by side. Right? So especially all of us that here, we are hearing about the righteousness. Right? We have, we, we, have, we have, the things that is common is that the spirit of wisdom will begin to move around you. When I say spirit of wisdom, it's not that you are just wise all of a sudden. No, it's just the activity of the spirit that brings revelation. You have access, you have a cut in it. It doesn't mean that it's available already, but everybody will journey in. (coughs) There's no way you won't access that spirit because if you are to to grow truly, you must access that spirit. You must access it. The activity of the Spirit is, 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 a, is an heightened activity of the Spirit around you. It's when Holy Ghost has been heightened. See, all the senses you've been developing in the Holy Ghost, walking by the Spirit, leading of the Spirit, obedience to the voice of the Spirit, all those things, learning faith and love towards your brethren, then you are getting wise on how to walk with your brethren. You know, part of the training of the Spirit is the wisdom to dwell with your brethren. Amen. You know they're saying, "Find me seven men full of wisdom." That is not that full of wisdom. There is not the wisdom, right? That the spirit of revelation and wisdom activates. That wisdom is different. That wisdom is wisdom of dwelling with brethren. You know, realize that there's a lot that Holy Ghost actually gives us background. Amen. That's one of the essential. Now, if you, if you have brethren, right, and you don't know how to dwell with them, it means somehow, somehow, the wisdom to dwell with brethren is is missing somehow. Amen. The wisdom to dwell is missing. Now, I'm not, I'm not just talking about, you know, all those other things we deal with, uh, you know, I mean, even for us in order of righteousness, uh, even those that still any charity, we are still working in love. You know, there's still many, many love work and you know forbearing all those things that happen, right? It's just the normal, you know, just for bread You see that that how beautiful it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. That's that's the taste of it in a measure, right? You know the 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 attitude of brethren that when they see a brother, they, they know ah this is my brother. Now what makes you a brother is not just by blood, it's what connects you in the spirit. Which is why wherever you go and you see a believer, you see a believer, a child of God that is sincerely born again, that's your brother. Spiritually. No matter where you are, forget, forget culture and all those backgrounds and all those things, that's your brother. Amen. Because those are those that have the tendency to do the will of God. And who are his brother? Those that do the will of my father. Amen. So there is, there is what are descending body is every believer. So you, you can't just land in a church and then say that, no, no, no this one's not going to You land in a church, are they, if, unless that person is not born again. If you are born again, that's your brother right there. Meaning that you, you have the same responsibility towards that same brother or sister as you would have towards anybody else that is journeying with you. Mm. Right? You know in this spirit, there's no partiality. Yeah. There's no, uh, okay, this one is, this one is uh, my brother in 11. Mm. They're all your brothers. Amen. Mm. Now realize that when we separate every other thing, what comes out is just more of love towards one another and dwelling with one another in love. Amen. Amen. Because there's a measure of love that has to happen. Oh wow. It's like I'm moving to another message, really. Well not really another message. It's just it's, a I think the aspect of discerning brother is discerning our our brother is essential. I didn't even see this part at all. Amen. Because it's possible just land in a church and then like, no, no, that was not Everybody is your brother yeah. that is born again. Why? Because what ties you together is in your spirit. Your spirit is Christ, your spirit is Christ. You have the same blood in the spirit. That's your brother. Amen. What has tied you to, together is thicker than your natural blood. Amen. Yeah. So every bro- of your brother, you have responsibility towards them. As a brother and a sister. Right? You have the same responsibility of loving, forbearing, walking in love. Amen. Same responsibility. Are we blessed? Amen. So I just said that to show us, uh, no, well, really, I don't know where I landed there, but what I, what I was really saying is knowledge puffs up, right? Because when knowledge puffs up, we don't have wisdom. Things are missing. The Holy Spirit all the thing he has been doing, right? Like, as we grow in the spirit, one of the things that will be evident will be full of wisdom. That means how to dwell with your brethren, right? Full of wisdom. And spirit. then you'll be full of spirit in the measure. Amen. Praise the Lord. So those are the men that they looked for, those seven men in act, right? Act seven, I believe. Full of wisdom. So Holy Spirit would grow you, engage you, right? Develop you. How to access the Spirit because is the, the training for you. The Holy Ghost, when they say the Holy Ghost will be your help is it's really your help meet, It's to help you. Amen? As a newborn believer, the Holy Spirit has responsibility to help you to begin to learn the things of the Spirit. Is a new learning. It's a different kind of learning. Is a movement in the spirit. Meaning that because of that, you're not, there's, you see, meekness needed everywhere. Where meekness is now needed to even be subject to the spirit. Where you're even le- looking to learn about the spirit. Amen. You learn about the spirit. You begin to open up the wall of the spirit to give you wisdom in a measure. Amen. If we learn that wisdom well, when we get to the wisdom that has a tendency to puff up, we, may, we can have wisdom not to be puffed. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Why? Because God would have given us mercy for wisdom on how to be meek and lay low. When I say lay low, it means that to be meek in our heart. When you think about being puffed up, you realize that being puffed up it's not you being puffed up to God. The puffing up is actually about you as a person yes. and towards others. Amen. Yes. And as long as puffing up, and as, there's one thing about puffing up, one thing that attaches itself to puffing up, I don't know why I'm talking about these things, what, what attaches itself to puffing up is a, is a spirit called, is a, crit, is a critical spirit. See, critical spirit is a spirit that doesn't let things go. Yeah. In a way, it's unforgiveness. Yeah. We, we, we'll talk about yeah. unforgiveness. Yeah. You think it's just, you get up as yeah. just an attitude to not let things go. Yeah. Now realize that most of the time when the spirit is resisting us, you realize you're holding to something. Yeah. Really, you're, you're holding to something. The spirit will resist you. Is mm. the spirit saying to you that no, this, that thing in your hand, drop it. Is a is a is a is kind of a is a messy operation around souls, to let them know that no, look, I'm resisting you now. Drop that which is in your hand, right? And one thing you realize with critical spirit is that it lacks meekness, yeah. and then it, there's puffing, puffing. What shows up in puffing is all those natures. Right, which, are, which are really just works of the flesh that they were talking about before they started talking about the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, I've said a lot of things, right? But the main, I'm just bringing the message to an end, but the main, the main core of what I'm saying is that aspect of knowing how to carry the spirit, the, the spirit of blessing, from meeting, that to carry it on. Mm. That's just it. Mm. If you begin to do that, you realize, you see, trust me, Michael Farrell, well, don't trust me, trust God. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Uh, mm. If you begin to do that, there will be a turnaround in your spiritual life. Mm. Amen. When carrying impetus more mm. towards fruit, mm. blessings towards fruit, And I'm sure, by the the grace of God, that this teaching series we're about to have is not going to be just another beautiful meeting. That in this series, that we would have grace to journey in the Spirit. And not just journey alone, discern the Spirit more. Amen. Heaven really, really needs to help us. Amen. Praise the Lord. I don't think there's anybody here that will say they don't need God. I need God. You need God. You need God. You need God. You need God. We all need God. But that aspect of need should be part of our prayer. That heaven would answer our need. That even needs that we don't know, they will, they will help excavate needs. You know, when we identify need is a is a messy operation. Right? It's a mercy operation. Say, so let us therefore come before the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and find help in times of need. Obtain mercy and find help in times of there's an operation of mercy here that excavate times of need. Then what is needed when a soul identifies times of need, what it should be looking for is grace. Amen. And there's a way grace talks. There's a way grace speaks. Amen. There's a way grace is a is all kinds, I don't know how to put it. I'm seeing grace in liquid form, gaseous form, (coughs) excuse me, solid form. That's why I'm seeing grace. Amen. In those forms ministering to us. Amen. That as we identify needs, grace can come. Right? for movement. Ah, I've identified it as mercy. Then grace. Those two, those two are twins. Come boldly before the throne of grace that you obtain mercy and find help in times of need. Grace and grace and <coughs> mercy they are twins. And they have a relationship together. Wherever you find mercy, you find grace. Wherever you find grace, you locate mercy. Amen. Amen. When mercy is present, grace will be present. You know, mercy is present as an answer to sin. So when sin abounded, grace abounded much more. You know, grace is a, is a mercy, merciful answer to sin. So grace and mercy, they are twin brothers of blessing. They are the twin brothers of blessing. How how will you bless them? May the Lord bless you and keep you, right? May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he lift up his countenance and give thee peace. It's a blessing of grace. Amen. I know throughout scripture, you see them talk about grace, right? And grace and peace be multiplied. Then towards, towards the end, this, you don't realize that they started adding one, one more item. Grace, me, mercy, and peace. Meaning that me, mercy is actually somewhere hidden. Mercy is there. So grace and peace are being multiplied, but mercy is actually there, hidden. Mercy is almost like a silent operation that heaven needs to bring. Amen. When heaven brings mercy, you can be seen in grace. So wherever you see grace, you know that there's a mercy available at that time. Amen. Because mercy and grace, sorry, mercy and grace, yes, they are answers to needs. Mercy and grace are answers to needs. Wherever there's a spiritual need in fruit bearing, those two are your answer. You will not be wrong praying for mercy and praying for grace when it comes to fruit bearing. Amen. Are we blessed today? Are we blessed today? I felt, I just felt it just flow from my heart. And I I believe the Lord has helped us today. Amen. Amen. One of the things that I've learned is just don't wrestle with the spirit. Amen. There's a, if the Lord is, is blocking a way for you, it's because there's another way. Amen. Praise the Lord. And is when God sees that, that's when the spirit come, spirit is released. One thing is very, very certain, and I believe I'll just say this an end, that is essential to our spiritual journey, is that every heart must not have a posture of, I have an answer. It shouldn't. It should be, even with that answer, it should be meek with it. Amen. Why? Because a lot of times, a lot of times, we don't receive grace because of our positioning in the spirit. And sometimes we don't even know it's our way. Amen, we don't. How God makes us know sometimes is that they make it visible in your spirit that no, 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 no. You're holding on something strong. Drop it. It's almost like a resistance in the spirit. Right? It's a resistance. It's possible that they can be there, but souls can't pick it. It's possible. Right? Because what is required for that is meekness, position of meekness in our heart. Amen. Please, let's, let's learn to not wrestle with the spirit. I think it's a, it's a training over time that we learn. Right? As we begin to grow in the spirit, we begin to see some areas. You know, some areas we perfected, some areas we haven't. And as we are joining, the Holy Ghost can be resisting. Over time, the, the resistance gets stronger. Amen. And then we can listen. Oh, okay. Okay, it's not that flow. It's not that flow. Okay. Okay, what do you want? Sometimes it just, it, just, it, just, it just requires surrendering to the Spirit. Okay. How? Not that you don't have anything. Right? For example, it's not that we can't come and go and prepare something. Right? It's not that, it's not that that's, that's not possible. But one of the training and the, the discipline that heaven is, is training is that. See, when it comes to the things of the Spirit, just throw away your things. Come afresh. Fresh. Come afresh. That doesn't mean you don't know things, right? Come afresh. Just receive the Spirit. Let us show you the way. And every time heart is positioned that way, one thing is certain, help would come. Amen. And what I was saying about that positioning of how we carry impetus from meetings, that thing is also a positioning of Lord, I need you. Have mercy. Okay. I'm throwing away my things. What should I take now? is a positioning as well. I believe God will help us. Are we blessed today? Let's just begin to bless the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your kindness. Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you, Father, for how you've helped us. Today. We say, be thou exalted in Jesus' name. Oh Father, we thank you. Marie Kanata, can you pray this morning or this afternoon for wisdom? Wisdom of heart positioning to carry blessing. Can you pray for wisdom of heart positioning to carry blessing in the spirit? The kind of heart posture to To be positioned for fruit bearing. Can we pray for that in the name of Jesus. Father we thank you. We give you all the praise. We exalt your holy name. In Jesus name. Father we thank you for today. We thank you for your mercy and your kindness. We thank you Father for how you've spoken to us. Concerning wisdom. Because we believe it's wisdom you've given to us on how to carry your blessing, on how to engage your things. Father, we pray that you release grace in this area for heart to begin to engage you in in, in this kind of posture for spiritual uplifting in the name of Jesus. Lord, that you give grace to our heart. Give grace to our heart. You strengthen our mind in the spirit, Lord, to carry your things. To carry your spirit, your conversation for life. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. We we'll give you all the praise. For in Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, Shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim.